Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Reservations Podcast. I'm Jessica Kufferman. With me always is the other person that always has reservations, Melissa Brilliant. Greetings. Hey, Jess. How you doing, Missy? I'm doing great. How are you doing? How you great. doing? Great. I'm doing a lot better now that I'm talking to you, actually. Aww. Is it yesterday's weather that has you in the dumps? Rain, yesterday, rain? I was at a funeral, so oh. that did not help. In the rain? Yesterday- I know. You know what? Am I, it, I'm trying to think. Did it rain at my mother's funeral? No, actually, it was a beautiful day. My mother died. Um, somebody else's funeral or memorial was a horrible rainy day. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Yes, in the rain, it was um, Emily and Nathan's grandmother. Her, their mom, Gail, died. Rob's Aww. mom. And um, I really liked her. She was a cool chick. As John would say, we should pour one out for Gail. I used to love when you would do that on our other show, John. John would do a drop where you you can hear beer pouring into glass. That's the one. You got to pour one out for Gail. Gail, Jean, like what's Gail going on? Thompson, this is the worst. Who, um, I know, I know. And I think the rest of the family feels a little cursed. Yeah, but she had to watch her son die first. And her granddaughter, her favorite. And her granddaughter. And then she, that's the worst. Emily was her favorite grandchild really? because Rob was her favorite child. And she, and like most, unlike most parents, she did not hide her fa- she was just was blatantly like Rob's my favorite. He's gonna always be my favorite. And then when Emily was born, she <laughs> was like classy. Emily. Emily is my heart. I love. No, she would always go. I love all my grandchildren, but Emily is my heart. Aww. She said it all the time. So no, she did not have proper blood flow to her stomach, and so she was getting more and more and more. She's been sick for two years. Wow. Um on and off she's such a sweet lady and she i don't think people i mean probably no one realizes that when i first married rob um we were in an apartment and i was pregnant when we got married because that's why i married rob and then um some of us realize that some of us i know you i mean people listening dude <laughs> no 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 at but, the wedding. <laughs> but i don't know if you realize that we didn't have enough money to pay for an apartment she, I, I ended up living right. with her and living in her basement and with the baby with the baby and Emily had terrible, terrible colic, and like she and Louis, um, uh, Rob's stepdad, would go to work, and I mean, all day long, I would just pray for them to come home, just so I could have someone to talk to, because Rob was working like eighteen-hour days. Sometimes he would work nights and sleep all day. I had no one to talk to all day. All my friends were like traveling and interning and finishing college or just finished college, and um. I mean, think and about being what you were young. doing that year. That yeah, was 1997. Being, but you were, being young yeah, and in being New York single. City, living with Crit, yep. sniffing it up, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> smoking it up. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't either. But I was not doing any of those things. And so, she was all I had. When I first got a job, I couldn't afford work clothes. She gave me clothes to wear. <laughs> I went to work dressed as a 56-year-old woman. My first day of work, I'm dressed in like an oversized sweater and a big skirt because we're the same size, even though, you know, we obviously wouldn't have dressed the same. But I had no money right down to the bra. She gave us a wedding ring. She gave me everything that first year with Emily. And um, it was hard yesterday. Like, I went there to pay tribute to her. And I even got up and said something because most of her family is, like, too shy to talk. Um, Luckily, you don't have that problem. But then – right. But Well, and actually, neither does Nate or Rob because all three of us talked at the – Girl. Oh my God, Melissa. Nathan That's made great. everyone stand up and do the mourner's cottage for her. Are you serious? And I was like, I could not tell if I was, I mean, I couldn't stop giggling. And Scott was like, it's a funeral. Stop laughing. And I'm like, 
He's doing the mourner's cut. It's the first and last time this will ever, Hebrew will ever be said in this church. I mean, it was a church. So it's how Ever many of you participated? Church. That's crazy. They, I mean, every it's single the one. Three of, <gasps> every single, yeah, it was the three of us going. Yeah, I mean, like the three of us were the ones saying amen and, you know, whatever. But like everyone else just stood there and then they clapped for him when it was over, which is a little bizarre because it's no, a Borders Cottage. Right. But I mean, he was, I, this is what had meaning to him. He, I he know, needed it was that. Really, and it's it was pretty beautiful. amazing for him to even look. I heard him speak at Emily's memorial. For him to come out and speak and to share, it seems like it's it's a lot for him to do that. So to yeah, stand I mean, up at a church and do it. He's not shy whatsoever. I mean, and then right. Rob, actually, he did much better at his mother's funeral than he did at Emily's. Like, he talked about her and and her his first experience with music because of her and watching her father's his father's face light up when she would sing. And, like, he did much better at Gail's funeral than he did at Emily. At Emily's, he mostly did a whole thing about himself yeah yeah Yeah. this time was better um but anyway so like i I mean all through that i was pretty good but then they did a um video and when they did the video i I, every picture of her i saw i realized i have zero memories of this woman that don't include emily every single memory from the moment i met her i was pregnant right to the moment she passed, you know, after working with me so much to try and get Emily to, like, be healthy and sane and okay, like, oh, my God. It was just – it overwhelmed me. And so I had to leave in the middle of the video because I was crying my fucking eyes out. And then Nate came out and, like, hugged me. And then – I don't know. I've just kind of been – something's happening to me. I I have been okay since she died except for the last, I would say, couple – like weeks like maybe since october i don't know if it's like as the weather gets cold or what but i'm starting to feel this strong like i don't wanna feeling and i've never had that before kind of ever i mean when my mom died actually i did for like three months and then i went away well then hold on for three months because this seems to be the way you mourn I mean, but this might be that something that needs right to run its course. Passed. Maybe doesn't I was, matter. You think I've just? I mean, maybe it I've just matter. been ignoring it up until now. I I would I definitely say that you've been ignoring it up until now. <laughs> I mean, I don't know ignoring is the right word, but like maybe postponing or or yeah. giving it a nod and and acknowledging, but not pushing it away. No, yeah. no, I've been you need to merit your sure. right. So you can't do that, or it's catching up to you. You can push it away. You can continue to do that forever, but it seems to be catching up to you. I shouldn't wake up in the morning and and eat breakfast and then look at my computer and go, ugh. Why? Everybody does that. Uh, Why should you be any different? Because sure John does that. This is a life that I've very deliberately chosen. And created. And worked Carefully for and, etched. Yes. Yeah. I mean, imagine if Stuart, I mean, remember when he very first bought like urgent care and he was working that? Imagine if like a week later he came up to you and was just like, oh, I'm God, done. I just don't feel like doing it. What have I done? Would you be like, <laughs> oh my God, what? <laughs> you know, that's yeah, kind you of brought this us 10 all years, into this. Yeah. 12 years of me having my own business, four years of me podcasting, only for me to just be like, Ugh, I can't. Like, that's not, no, not this is that, a phase. My head doesn't really feel that way. It's my heart. It's, it's a phase, Jess. It's just a, it's the same way you. Last week we talked about you poking at your husband with verbiage. This is just the, something that's gonna you he need agreed, to ride. By the way, that 
you were poking the bear? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I knew I was doing shocker. Which is why I didn't get angry. Shocker. Um, yeah, yeah, this is a, this is something you're going to need to ride through. But the fact that you're acknowledging fat. each of these feelings. Yes, fat is right. But the fact that you can recognize and acknowledge all of these feelings is the heart. It's the beginning. If this were just going on and you stayed in bed and pulled the covers over your head, you're identifying everything that's happening to you right now. You know it. You're calling it. It's what's happening. And it's going to make it much easier to, to ride this this wave. I don't know how long it's going to last, though. You know what the most annoying part is? I think I know what it is. I think this is the part I'm struggling with the most. Now you're my therapist. Let's just go Do with it. it. Do it. Therapy. Well, my mother died um, when Gail died. When most people die, you can verbalize definitively who that person was to you, what they meant to you, what you learned from them, what they would like or not like. I don't feel like I know her because of her mental illness. There are so many stories that I've gone to retell that I've had to think, oh, that was probably bullshit. That was probably in her head. So or like, I'll go to look at someone and be like, oh, I mean, there was this one friend she had in middle school, Megan, like Megan's mom called me a cunt. Megan's mom said this. Megan's mom made me feel like shit. Megan's mom threw things at me. And I mean, I'd be horrified. I'd be like, what kind of adult treats a middle school? What kind of lunatic? Oh, probably not true. That was bullshit. That was in her. I mean, probably was true to her. To her, that happened. To her, that was real. She may not have thrown things, whatever, but like All in her head, other- Megan's mother was thinking this and feeling it. And Emily could feel that from her. Maybe. I mean, maybe she was, but all of these no, other I people. Mean, right. It doesn't matter if it was true. But, right. But now it does. Now that she's gone, it does. Because now I don't know how to feel about anything. And it Jessica, sucks. Jessica, Annoying. all the other people you described as having passed away and you can define your relationship and what they want, they were much less complicated than Emily as people. They were very simple. The roles they played in your life, they were, they were all very simple relationships. And you've said it a thousand times. Emily was much more complicated than that. There was, there was just depths and, and highs and lows. And you're right. I mean, mental illness played a part. Substance abuse played a part. It's a much more complicated relationship, which is why it's not going to take three months to get through. You were with her from day one. You, you didn't raise grandma. You didn't raise your mother. No, you didn't raise. No, you're right. So no. you, I mean, it's just a much more complicated relationship. It's Ugh. every, I mean, you. You're going to have to, this is a this is the rest of your life, babe. This isn't, well, for three months I was upset and every once in a while I still wish I could share something with my mom and call her and tell her she'd be really excited to, uh-uh, this is it. This is, this is a much deeper, much more complicated, much more emotional. And yeah, you have for the last nine months kind of, I'm not going to say ignored it. You've definitely talked about it. You've definitely shared about her and with other people. But on a level that hasn't gone as as deep as it seems that you're starting to to delve into. So speaking of mental illness, actually, um, her dad yesterday was in full mania form, which I actually hate because he this only happens to him at these types of occasions. So like the so like the dad has. 
I don't remember what kind of medication he takes. It's some kind of like, I don't want to embarrass him. Whatever. He's never going to listen to this. He's too self-involved. Um, I think he takes some kind of antipsychosis, and I could be wrong, but um, it, it may also just be for um, for manic depression. And he was in full mania because, like, yesterday I go to hug him and he's fine, but he's, like, obviously performing, obviously, like, over positive, laughing, you know, upbeat. I'm fine today, so man. So uncomfortable. <laughs> He was like, I'm fine. Everything's great. Everything's good. And then his brother, tell you know, his my ex-sister-in-law tells me later, like, he was all broken up at the church service earlier that morning. Um, but, you know, I mean, I mean, and I didn't really see him break up during the memorial, but, like, he was, when he does this, even when we were married, he, like, purposefully is shutting me out. So, like, for example, I come to hug him and he's like, I'm cool, man. Everything's cool. It's all good. It's good. And then, you know, he, we start talking about, because he, he had the gastric sleeve. He's lost 100 pounds. Wow. And so he looks really good. And he's like, yeah, I look good. I can finally see my dick. And, like, I feel good. And, like, everything's good. And this is the diet. And this is what you do. And this is how it works. And I know how it works. So I'm just, like, right. listening and, like, whatever. And then... um. I go to, you know, Nate stands up and I see him at the table being like, that's my boy. That's my boy. Like, he's all sexual chocolate, you know, like, and it's like, it's a funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop yeah, it. Yeah. And then, Rain it in, know, my they friend. Cl they clap it in, and they clap. And then I got up and he kind of acted like he didn't know me because I was like, is it okay if I say something? And he's not even looking at me. So Beth is actually the one, his girlfriend's actually the one that's like, yeah, 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 say something. So I say something about his mother and then like I sit down and then he got up and said something and it was this whole like Gail wouldn't want us to cry. She would want us to celebrate her life. She did everything her way. And it was beautiful, but it was very positive, which is great. But then he went like after the service, it was all over and everyone's eating. He like held court at a table of like what I now know was his ex-girlfriend from high school, which I didn't know at the time. All his high school friends. And I mean, he... Did not let them get a word in edgewise. He was talking the entire time, making them laugh. He was, like, talking with his hands a little bit. And, like, I was just like, oh, my God. You can't even say, like, I'm so sorry for your loss because he's just, like, way past it. Well, he's not past it. It's how he's dealing. And that's that's just as disturbing as any other specific way of, of not dealing. Man, I mean, that's it is tough. It was tough to be around that. And I already, you know, I already feel – I never felt like I fit in with that – did you hear a honk? No, I did I not. I didn't hear anything. I did not hear a honk. I saw, I swore I could have heard a car honk. Anyway, um, that was so weird. Now I'm manic. No, God I mean. Has um, his work cut out for him on this one. I'm sorry. It's already a dumpster <laughs> fire. Uh, I always felt like an inside, uh, outsider around those people because, you know, it's not just about not being Jewish. I I'm, I'm not only just the only Jew, but I've also been like. I don't know. They all grew up really tight. Like my, like my sister-in-law, the people who put on this memorial is Michael, like his younger brother, Michael's wife, her sister, her best friend. And they've all been neighbors and friends since they were like four. And they never really deviate outside that circle. So imagine trying to fit in with that kind of family where it's like, they've already like been together until the beginning of time, you know, since the beginning of time. And they're all blonde. They're all from Newcastle. 
it was just weird. It just felt, it always felt weird. Like here I am, some like Jewish princess from, you know, the DC area. I think I'm the only one that went to a four-year college. I'm pretty sure I'm the only one that went to a four-year college out of them. I just always felt like I didn't belong. And Rob, I I saw yesterday how Rob contributed to that by pushing me away and making faces at me like I was weird the whole day. Like, sure, you can speak. I don't care. Do whatever you – I don't know. I don't know you. It was kind of like that. And I realized he did that to me all through our marriage. Always was like, like I could just hear him when I sat down. I could hear him talking to his brother. Like, no one likes you. No one wants you to hear what you have to say. No one, because that's how this kind of shit he used to say to me when we were married. You had flashbacks. Yeah, kind of, and it was bizarre. But like, I don't know. I still didn't feel like I fit it. You know, she was the oldest of nine or ten. They all grew up in like Tennessee, like Boone's Creek, Tennessee. Like, Jessica, uh, it sounds like you have a hint of PTSD from this whole. Um, wedding marriage this whole marriage family thing you had but if i had to think of a community where it was okay to feel like an outsider i think that's it i think you just need the perfect place to feel like an outsider i think that says a lot about you in a good way and really nothing great about them no i I would love to be an outsider in that perfectly nice people it just like never felt comfortable and i see how he contributed to that and i wonder how much he contributed to that for my kids like nate is oblivious like he doesn't care that he's different he celebrates that emily was the opposite like she hated being different she hated having i think a jewish you know i think she just hate they didn't they accepted her just fine it was her inner turmoil it was her stuff like she during the her last like couple years she would always say how her uncle Mike and Aunt Amy hated her, didn't want her around. And then finally, when Emily was like sick, sick, I texted Amy and Michael and I was like, listen, you may have some issues with Emily, but she really needs support. And they were like, what issues? What are you talking about? I had no about? idea what I was talking about. Right. No idea. So anyway, I mean, it was just bizarre. But like, yes, you're right. It is good to be an uh, an outsider in a hillbilly world, I guess. Right. Like, yeah, that's I don't not mind a place that where you want to feel like you really fit in and belong. You want to feel like you can go pay respects yeah. and, and have moved on. If that My were happened with... looked like he was going to dinner at the beach. He was wearing like shorts and a polo yesterday. Yeah. If this happened with Scott's family, <laughs> I would tell you feeling like an outsider there is something you need to work on. These are relationships. Uh-uh. This is not... This is the no, place where it is peachy keen to walk Funny away though, and huh? feel like I do not belong there and have it not be a, I don't belong there. Oh, but... Look at me getting in my car and driving out of here. I do not belong there. That's that's yeah, pretty but decent. There's plenty of non-Jews in the D sharps. I've never had an issue not belonging to those. I people. don't think it has to do with religion. The Criscolos and the Laspadas and the Grays. Are there any other non-Jews besides yeah. them? I don't think the, so. Wait, no, the, the Grays. The Grays, the Hutchins, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All, really, they're, you're right. And they're I mean, family. They're all family. Yes, and even And some of them fully. are even religious. Like... Like yeah. the Laspadas are religious are friends of ours, yes, which yes. Uh, are they? Um, are Catholic? They? I I don't know. Yes, yes, so, Italian Catholic, definitely. So they are very religious, and I love that about them. Yeah, yeah. And I and it's I definitely love... not religious. It's cultural, and it's weird. Right. That's that's yeah. what it is. It has nothing to do with religion. These, I mean, have these are our closest friends. And they do not. They came to our B'nai Mitzvah last year, and we're like, "Tell me what is happening now." Afterwards, I definitely convinced some of them that after sitting through a two-hour service, they have been converted, and they are Jews now too. <laughs> yeah, 
that's but the goal. they didn't they didn't buy it uh, but that's okay but Amy Consiglio left that service and she said I just learned about the 36 righteous people. There's a story I won't go into, but she just learned something, a fun, super cool story that kind of gives you faith in humanity. And she walked away with that. And if she walked away with nothing else other than sore feet from wearing fancy shoes. She might be one of those people, Annie. Who might? Annie. Annie actually might be one of the righteous. That's true. Yeah. Um. Yeah, she might be. Yeah. I could see it. I could see Andy but, being one of the three six righteous people. They now nobody came knows out what we're talking whole, about. Now no, no one. No, they came out with a whole TV about. show. There's a show called Kevin Probably Saves the World that's on right now. That's Is that on about TV. The that, righteous people. Well, it's funny because it starts out by saying something's off in the world. The thirty six righteous are no longer, and this guy who happens to be, I think, John Ritter's son. Um, has to go and embrace the 36 righteous people. And I thought, I've heard that before. And it's because Amy left our, left our service and said, here's what I learned today. And I thought it was super cool that that's actually a real story. And it's it's now a TV show. But I it is can't, cool. can't get into it. So the, the concept is just that there's 36 righteous among us, right? And they don't know it. And, and as long as it, they are no stable, right, and no one knows it. And as long as they are stable, our society is stable. And and now I'm going to do more research on it because as Amy was talking it's about it and as the rabbi had talked about it, it was so cool. And then I thought, mm-hmm. all right, tell me more. But then they made this show and I don't think that's really. I mean, it's definitely not you. Oh, clearly. I, I mean. And clearly it's not me. Definitely it's not me because I think right, I so taught my not... son how to say God damn it this weekend by accident so was that after bullshit that was that was an accident from long ago this is a new Mm. one now lately he's been saying this i told you one time already oh wow that's his new thing i told you one time where did he hear that i must be a school thing but he says it in anger after i tell him no he says (laughs) That's his I told retort? you one time already. Yes, that's his retort. <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> I told you one time. I know. He's so cute. He's men. Um, so, so uh, what did you do this week? So now you know about my fun-filled weekend. Yeah, what that's did you terrible. Do? So you before the see Aunt, the Grays. Well, before the, Grays. the weekend, before the weekend on like Wednesday, Thursday, I get a phone call from Stuart. He leaves for work and he calls me and he says, can you meet me at the kids bus stop at the end of the street with a leash and some treats? That's odd. Oh, shit. Yeah. I said, um, t- my first thought was one of our dogs got out. And then I looked to my left and I saw one. I looked to my right and I saw two more and I thought, not ours. So I zoomed down the street with treats and a leash. And there is this adorable, but very, very strong with an enormous pair of testicles hanging almost as low to the ground. <laughs> Um, pit, there's a pit bull down there. A so, pit bull with elephant balls is what you're saying. Yes, they That's were. That's the name was, of this episode. Pit bull with <laughs> elephant balls. So Stuart's <laughs> trying to get him and this dog loves him. So he's jumping on him. He's now giving him treats that I had and we get the leash around his neck. He is no collar, no, uh, he's just, he, it looks like he's drinking out of puddles after a day of rain which is really bad. That's Giardia waiting First to happen. All, every dog does that stupid shit. Mm. Yeah. So, I've never seen a dog that wouldn't drink a puddle. Just so right, because they don't know any better, but they're going to get sick of what's been sitting in that puddle and growing. 
So true, but they still do it. So we get him. How can that not? Bo- how can that bother you? But not them eating their own eye snot. You want to get into that again? Because no, I don't think I you don't. can. Ha- no, you can't handle right. the truth. <laughs> you're right. Okay, moving on. Moving so on. so right. we lasso him up, and he goes to put him in the Stuart goes to put him in the car, and he names him Stewie. He names this pit bull Stewie after oh, himself. God. And he said, "Like we don't know this dog f- at all." So he's, he the dog won't go in the car. So we go to put him in and Stuart turns to me and says, do you know where all the papers are for my disability? You got this? If something happens to me, I want to let you know, like, do you know where everything is? So we put him in the car. Always thinking ahead. Always thinking. So we put him in the car and he drives him to the SPCA. So they scan him at the SPCA because we have a no-kill shelter here. Actually, yours too. Our SPCA, yours in Delaware, were, they were closing shop and ours took over and staffed and is now running all of three sites in oh, Delaware. Cool. That's awesome. So he goes, takes him, scan him for a microchip. He is not chipped. And it's just the saddest thing ever. He's been out there for a while. So they sent him to get neutered and they got it. We got a call last night that he is in the gen pop. If we would like to adopt him. Do well, you? do you think we want to adopt him? No, I mean, we have three crazy ass dogs as it is now. And no, don't adopt we can't. Him. But we did go for an orientation, the kids and I, the next day to volunteer. So we're going to get some good volunteer hours. We'll go see Stewie. We'll take him for walks. Mallory's going to play in the kitten room for hours. And unfortunately, unfortunately, my kids getting into volunteering at a younger age means that I have to be there every Mm -hmm. time they volunteer. Well, at the SPCA, yes. Which is another full-time job. Well, until they're 16, you kind of have to be everywhere with them. Because yeah. there's insurance reasons and right. So so we will be going there Tuesdays and Thursdays and Sundays. Um, but we're going to go visit Stewie and we're going to check him out. And and I asked you earlier or I meant to, how, how, when is too soon to euthanize a dog? I'm not talking about Stewie. I'm talking about one of my own. Right after birth. So you're not a dog <laughs> fan either? No, I'm not. I really don't trust a man who doesn't like dogs. Well, I've, I've, I've had like the dog. Like is not the same as want. I've had the dog friendliness beat out of me, to be quite honest with you. But because my ex-wife had dogs and cats, and they were ruining the house that I lived in. So I've, I've been soured. It is very stressful. I mean, when you have little kids, you change diapers, you see their poop, you you know how they're feeling. I have to check dog poop. I mean, there are five beings about whom I'm responsible. I mean, it's 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 too much. And two of them actually fight. I've discussed this with you before. But the two boys in my not-so-congealy pack fight all the time. I have zappers that I can use, but they don't work. So I, I'm kind of waiting for my 11-year-old dog to come down with a little something something that we're going to choose not to either treat or I, I don't know he he really stresses us out now that you don't have dogs and cats and you're ruining your home are you less stressed oh absolutely you know it's funny i have dog shock collars that you could put on the boys and then if any of them get out of line you can let so one they have, have shock collars on right now but when Uh-oh. i when i hit so there are three modes there's beep vibrate and electricity right the electricity really just makes him feel like somebody's attacking him and he gets worse it ratchets him up oh so i put it on vibrate and he i don't know i seem it seems to make him more aggressive his isn't 
get me out of this. It's more of a fight or flight. And if he's in fight, he's going to fight. And I've had vet bills that have commas in them because he has attacked another dog in my home. You weren't kidding when you first introduced me and said that I have part of a, an ownership in the vet clinic up the street from me. I know I wasn't kidding. Yeah. It's, it's really upsetting. I totally go in there and tell her, I'm, I hope your kids are excited that they can go Ivy now that, that you are, I'm, billing me for this extra visit, extra special visit. Right, right. So I- I'm waiting. He's 11. Last night, he wouldn't go to sleep. I crated them up at night, and he's standing there barking at me. So I take him outside in the pouring rain. I take him inside barking at me. I take him outside. I take him inside. And I'm going with him so I know what he's doing. And it's it's a nightmare. I'm exhausted. My head is pounding because we were, to answer your other question, away this weekend. We went to Newport, Rhode Island with um, three of the five greys, friends of ours. And we got to walk around the cliff walk or some of the cliff walk and see the beautiful mansions and see, I mean, it's gorgeous up there. I am amazed that people want to walk by other people's homes. To me, that's a phenomenon that... Really? I I don't know. I I like pretty things. We weren't that close. I mean, the cliff walk keeps you by the water and they're further in, but mansions are beautiful. I, I liked doing it when we were in, where were we? Mar- I don't, where were we? Mariah? No, no. we went on a cruise and we saw castles and Mariah and we saw, <laughs> we saw castles and that was very cool. Um, but no, I, I don't, I'm, I'm always amazed that people want to go and look in other people's homes, open houses. Are you looking to buy? No, I just want to see. What's inside? Oh, open houses. Yeah. And castles. Yeah. The, I mean, these mansions. This is where so-and-so used to live and their money went to. Oh, that's great. Can we go get some crepes? I saw, <laughs> I smell a Nutella and banana crepe. Can we go get that? Right. That's what's appealing to me. Where can we eat? That's what all of our trips are, Jess. We travel to eat. I don't know why people do anything else. And the greys are such cerebral well, people. Well, isn't that a Jewish thing? I don't, well, that answers this. The greys are such cerebral people. They want Wilson's question was, look at this beautiful home. I wonder what they did on this lawn. And I said, what, what, are, you, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about did on this lawn? Like, eat, yeah, eat, what do you what? do on your lawn? Exactly. I, I, don't, I don't know what you're saying. Like, who, who kept the lawn? He the lawn? And he's like, did honest. they play croquet? Did they? I'm like, get that. What? croquet stop being so smart he's a he wait a minute he's a people like he's a people watcher though what's wrong with that nothing but he's a people stalker do you think my children thought for a second i wonder what happened on this beautiful lawn they were thinking they were thinking let's climb this tree i hope i don't fall and and (laughs) and she touched me or mommy tell her to stop touching me like that's what they're thinking they're not thinking look at this look at this vista what happened here at this vista Totally right, different kids. Right. Totally different kids. See, now when I'm in the airport and I see people, my thoughts are more along the lines of you went in your closet and picked that outfit to come here today. To travel. And then, yeah. And then the psychology behind it is what I find fascinating. Like, did you do that to be comfortable? Are you meeting someone important at the next stop? Like, why that outfit? That's I get fascinating that. fascinating to me. But that's people watching. This was more higher level thinking about a location where you are PS where there was no food. So immediately I've checked out. 
Yeah. I'm in it for the exercise. I told them I am walking to earn my crepe, which P.S. also we never got. It was devastating. But while we were there, we kind of crashed. Um, our friends were on a romantic weekend and without their kids at a bed and breakfast where I could never take kids because the wrestling they do, they'd knock themselves out on a four Your poster. and wrestle? They... Each other? Sometimes. Oh my God. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it's just verbally and sometimes it's a... When they do it physically, it's it's actually super friendly. So I do enjoy that happening, but it always turns. Stuart says it. it it's it's going to go bad. It always turns. Mm-hmm. And I try to nip it before it turns or I just walk away. So when it does turn, I don't know about that either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we we kind of crashed their romantic weekend. And then again, it looks like, look, the three of us went away on a weekend when that's not how that happened. But it was lovely. It was lovely. Our kids had fun. Yeah, because again, they're of an age where I don't want you... It's a weekend. Saturday was gorgeous. And I I want you outside. Go walk somewhere. Do something. We'll even give you 20 bucks. Go walk around these these shops and cobblestone streets and get some fudge or look at toy. Do whatever you want to do. Just don't get in trouble and don't involve other people in your stupidity. Those are our rules in public. Mm -hmm. Don't embarrass us. And don't good rules. And Very don't involve anyone else. Yeah. But that was fun. Yeah. We had a good time. And yesterday in the pouring rain, we drove home. It's far. Newport's far. It's six hours. Home. Yeah. I mean, Maine is far. So it stands to reason that that would be half as far. Right. So when we make plans for something like a weekend or a long or a week or New Year's Eve or Christmas or Thanksgiving, you can't spend two days in Maine. You have to hunker down. You have to plant that travel bag and stay for a while because that drive is brutal. We're doing audible when we We travel. We did it for a weekend and it was, I mean, we had each other, so it was okay, I think. And the girl in the back seat was easy. Mm -hmm. That was you, right? That was me. Did I know? <laughs> Did I know that was happening? John, we no. were driving to Maine, three of us. You, and, board. and Jessica brought with her. Did you bring the quarters or did you have the gas yeah. card? You had you had, had the had gas card. Both. Both the, all the money I had, John, was gas card and a roll of quarters. That's it. Right. And Crit was was I think laundry money as well. And I fell asleep in the back seat and Crit wrote on a piece of paper. The girl in the back seat is easy and put it on her window. So as I wake up, I have no idea that she has done this. And all of the passengers and drivers and all of the cars around us were so friendly and they were waving and thumbs upping me. And I thought, wow, up here in New England, it's delightful. Look how nice it is here as a New Yorker to be welcomed. Yes, it's delightful. Yeah, no. No, that is not why they were so friendly. That was not nice. It was hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. I'm still paying the price on that. So um, what did we decide? How soon is too soon to euthanize a dog? Yeah, so he's not really sick. Wait a minute. Too soon from birth or too soon from when you find them or too soon from when they get sick? Too soon. He's not sick yet, but he's really pissing me off. And by starting fights and posturing and no. So as an 11 year old dog, once it sneezes right to the vet. That's Stuart's theory on this dog, too, because this dog hates him. He absolutely hates my husband. And I I mean, if the dog is not pleasant to live with, 
I don't think euthanize is the right thing, but maybe um, not be with anymore is certainly a possibility. How do you do that? But does that can't you just take it to that no kill shelter? We got him from that no kill shelter. (laughs) Give him the fuck back. How long have you had him? Ten years. Do you love him? I love him. I love you him. You love him. I love him. Has he always been like this? Um, he's always been like I think he's I think he's on a spectrum. He circles the island twice before he he's can go outside. Spectrum. He's a little spectrum. You have a dautistic dog. Yeah, I mean, why not? Their brains are not so different than ours that they're not the same. That their functioning can Don't have the same. Don't you think that puts a strain on the marriage? The marriage, the house, the children, the raising the children, the parenting, the him. relationships. It puts a stress on on Why are everything. So, oh my god! Attached to their animals. Yeah, it's I would hard. have that thing put down hard. in about a country. Wait a minute. Yeah, is that a heart murmur? Yes, it is. <laughs> that I hear <laughs> from the other room. Right. Time for the big sleep, dog. So he is on... I mean, you'll be sad, but your life will be peaceful. He is on Trazodone in the morning and Prozac at night. Oh and it has God. not made a dent help. in this dog. No. He Get needs antipsychotics, him, not anti... He needs whatever they put in that needle. Listen, if you think of it like <laughs> this, look, your dog is in pain. He's had 11 good years. Your dog is in pain. It's just not the physical kind. But he's obviously in some kind of mental pain to be acting this way. If yeah, he actually him. is reaching out and hurting your family, he needs to be like, like my father-in-law had a dog that was a little, always a little off, but then bit my, you know, his stepmother, you know, like really bit her arm and he was gone. One good bite and he was gone. So the biting he does is to other dogs, like this one other dog. Still dangerous. And he's All right. But it's lovey, still dangerous. Lovey with people. So here's the thing. He's like 11. We've had him, the SPCA said he was one, which means he could have been one or two. So he's at least 11 years old. We've had him 10 years. He's had a good and life. And we've given him a great life. He, to good me, run. he's a ticking time bomb. I'm wait, Stuart said, I said, I'm waiting for something to happen. And he said, well, well what if but, that thing is yeah, why? big and scary? He bites one why of the kids. Why are you waiting for something to happen? What if he kills one of the, the nice dogs? How, you'll always feel guilty because you were waiting for this to happen. I feel guilty about so many things. Just put it on the list. Put it oh on my tab. God. Put but it on my tab. You can, this is something you can avoid feeling more guilty about later, though. It's a shame that we're not closer and you don't know me on a more personal because I am the Dr. Kevorkian of my family. Like when they can't get <laughs> – they don't want to take the pet to the vet, vet to have it put down. Oh, God. I provide that service. Your car pulls I, up in the driveway. I pull up. I, you know, it's in the crate. I put the crate in. I take it to the the vet, and they go, "Do you want to come back?" I'm nope. like, "No, just bring the crate out," and then I leave. And I don't have any. And I have no guilt and no. Wow, you are a heartless, heartless man. Yeah, when man. it comes to this, yeah, Son I kind of am. Yeah. Wow. And you know what? I I've had plenty. Listen, I've been through this. So that's why it. I say it, it puts a lot of pressure on a marriage. Yeah. I remember one time I bought a brand new recliner, and we had this cat that hated me. And uh, the next morning I came down for work, and as I was down there, the, the cat was peeing on my brand new recliner, which I had to throw in the trash. I never even <gasps> sat in it. Oh, my God. Oh my and God. I wanted, I was, I said, you know what? I think the cat looks sick. It's time. <laughs> and She's I, one. And, she, and I was not allowed to do anything, and I resented the cat and the missus for that whole thing. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, pets are great. To a until certain they're extent, not. Until they're until not. Until they're not. And when they put uh, undue pressure on a family 
And, you know, when you pick the pet over the husband, then, mm. you know, it's not a good thing. Well, that hasn't happened yet. We didn't travel for a while because we couldn't leave them. And then when we board them, he's getting old. So he winds up sick for four days after they're boarded. But we have a friend who comes and stays at the house now with them. And I think the whole time, I hope to God they don't kill each other. And if they do, finish the fucking job already so I don't have to make a decision. Like, I don't know. If 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 11-year-old dog killed 9-year-old dog, they'd both be gone because, you know, that's the decision. And we'd have one puppy. <laughs> we'd have one dog left. I joke about I it, mean, but I love these dogs. I always, like, I mean, Scott's cat was out of her effing mind, but it was mostly, you know, the reason it didn't get between our marriage is because he mostly took responsibility for her. Like, he cleaned her litter box. He, you know, he cleaned up after her if she would pee or whatever. Like, I didn't really have to do it because it wasn't my cat. That said, whenever he was sick or something and I did have to do it, I really resented having to clean up after her. And one time... When we had hardwood floors, I got up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and slid on my own floor in cat vomit. Oh, my God. I was so angry. And I was, you know, and you become more angry. And I was more angry at him than her, which isn't fair. That's not fair. He certainly didn't do that on purpose. But we do get our fair share of that here. Misplaced anger. Yeah, I mean, that's it's stressful. It's definitely stressful. And I'll admit that. So this is the first time I'm verbalizing the fact that. If something were to, you know, if his health were to take a, I'm, I'm ready Dive. to say goodbye to him. I'm ready. I love him, but can you put a little borax in his? No, I'm actually going to give him rice from last night's Chinese food. Yes, I did not make reservations, but I took takeout in um, with <laughs> his food. I think you should think about euthanizing him if he's biting the other dog because it's not fair to them. You could always have Stewie stop over for a little hour visit and see what happens. The pit bull? <laughs> Just saying. Like if one of your kids was always abusing the other two, you wouldn't keep that kid around. I would separate that. I wish I knew somebody no, who would take an 11-year-old you would send dog. That one, no, you would do what I did. And you would make sure that that child couldn't live with the other ones. Right. I I wonder if there was somebody who would take an 11-year-old standard poodle who is a love and a mush if you don't have any other. friends. I used to until I started this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Podcast joke. (laughs) Um, Okay. So we have two ways we can go speaking of this podcast. There's two ways we can go here at this point. We can either do Would You Rather for women. Or talk about Kevin Spacey. Well, who was who was surprised to find out he was gay? Raise your hand. Nobody. Okay. I'll do Kevin Spacey. All right. So here's what I want to know. Like, okay, so so the for those of you who are listening and live under a rock, Kevin Spacey was accused of sexual assault when he was twenty six. He's now fifty eight. So this is like thirty two years ago. Um, apparently young, what's his name? Rap. Alan Rap. What's his name? Not Alan. Is it Alan? I want to get it right. I want you to get it right. Um, Star Trek dude. Um, I know the last name's Rap. Anthony, sorry. Anthony, Anthony Rap. Right. Um, who I fondly remember him from, uh, Road Trip when he was like the evil guy who was interested in Amy Smart. Yeah. He was like the evil. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he says that he went to a party at age 14, Kevin Spacey's apartment, which wasn't abnormal because as a child star, you just end up in a lot of adult situations. And due to excellent parenting. 
Right. <laughs> right. And then he was bored because it was mostly adults. So we went into Spacey's bedroom to watch some TV and kind of chill out. And then all of a sudden, Spacey appeared. The rest of the apartment had dispersed. And Kevin picked him up like he was um, carrying a bride over the threshold. Pl- you know, plunked him on the bed, laid on top of him. Can we reiterate? He was 14. He was 14. Right. A 14 year old boy. And then Kevin Spacey, I don't know, somehow Anthony wriggled free, said goodbye, and has been haunted and tur and, you know, haunted and upset and twisted up about it ever since. So having heard these allegations, which happened, you know, a couple days ago, maybe yesterday or something, Kevin Spacey says, I've had a lot of respect for Anthony Rapp as an actor. I'm beyond horrified to hear his story. I don't remember the encounter. It would have been over 30 years ago if I did behave as he describes. I owe him the sincerest apology for what would have been deeply inappropriate drunken behavior. And I'm sorry for the feelings he describes as having carried with him all these years. And then it's a basically this has encouraged me to come out. I'm gay. Goodbye. Right. He said, I've had relationships with men and women and now I live as a gay man. Right. So people are upset because they think a, okay. So there's two things going on here. One, I'm deflecting being a sexual assault person because I'm, guess what? I'm gay. I was drunk and I was gay. Right. I was drunk. And then three, I'm not a pedophiliac. That does not even like cover it. But then I want to address, I do kind of want to address the drunk part. Like people do terrible, stupid things when they're drunk. My ex-husband used to pee like on the coffee table thinking it was the toilet. Right. Blind ass. Right. We have friends who did it in a suitcase while traveling because they were in our dorm room. There are people that just fucking black out and don't know what the hell they're doing. Is it possible that Kevin Spacey is not a pedophiliac, but just didn't know what the hell was happening? And to Anthony Rapp's credit, as a 14 year old blonde kid, could have represented a woman no I'm, that's the stretch no i'm just joking negative about but, negative negative i'm joking about that okay i'm joking about that repeal but but repeal 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 <laughs> abort 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 but i'm saying <laughs> but don't you think it's i mean do we have to call him a pedophiliac because he did this if he really was that drunk it doesn't remember this is i here's what i want to know and i know he's an actor but so far out of all the people that have been like he did this to me. He did this to me. He did this to me. This is the best apology I've seen. It's the so only far. apology I've seen. And except Affleck for Ben Affleck. Not, yeah. Yeah. Ab- he had one but too. his was lame, though. Ab- Affleck's was like, sorry. Oh, yeah. I did that a long time ago. Sorry. sorry. Like, right. His was like beyond horrified. Yeah. But you know what? So sorry. Ben Affleck respect. said, but Ben Affleck said, yeah, I did that. I'm so sorry. Right. Kevin Spacey mm-hmm. said, I don't remember this at all. And right. I'm so sorry. But so, I'm also horrified. Right. You know, I mean, so, so I think, what if he, I mean, but so I, I guess think what people, you're saying is, don't you, but I'm saying he said he didn't remember as part of the excuses to why he was drunk. 
I mean, first of all, I think what you're saying is, or what you're going to say is, shouldn't matter if he remembers. But I think it it matters to Anthony. Because I read a little bit about what he said. And, like, he ran into him once in a bathroom. And, like, there was no acknowledgement from Spacey whatsoever. And so he still was left wondering, like, does this guy fucking remember or not? Like, I think Anthony Rapp wanted to know if he remembered. And so if he doesn't, does that somehow make it better at all? So I think am I reaching? I think what people are objecting to is the fact that of any sort of excuse, any sort of excuse that Kevin Spacey is going to use, somebody's going to find a flaw with using the "I'm gay" excuse, using the "I was drinking" excuse, using the "I don't remember" excuse. Yeah, but all three of those comments can be torn apart. What is the right answer from Kevin Spacey? What could he have said? Like, would it have not been okay to be if attacked? He just said, "I'm beyond horrified. I have full respect for you. I can never undo it." I mean, should he spend? I mean, should there be an inclusion of "I'm going to spend the rest of my life tortured by this"? Would that make it okay? Well, yeah, that's my question. What would he have to say? Yeah. Did he know he was 14? He said he carried him over the threshold like doesn't a remember. groom carries a bride. He doesn't remember. Does it matter if he knew? If you're blind drunk, can you carry a 14-year-old person across the threshold? Yeah. Oh, please. I would like you to meet my friend Marnie, who used to black out in college. <laughs> <laughs> and she would drive. Uh, she would not drive, but she would have full conversations. She would write a paper. She would do lots of yeah. things I won't rat her out for right now. She would sing in a concert. No recollection. She, and then somebody would say, oh, my God, last night. Remember when you fill in the ridiculous blank here? And she would say... A, I don't know that person, and B, I have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah, you can black <laughs> out. You can just drink yeah. till you black out, and then you have no idea what you're doing. Is it something you would never have done sober? I don't know. I don't drink to black out or to that point. I, I don't know. I mean, the kid said, I distinctly remember him like trying to get with me sexually. Okay, but that might be true. But let's be Kevin Spacey just for a second. All right. <laughs> You're blind it. ass drunk. Everyone has left your apartment. You go in your bedroom to go to bed and you see a person. And let's just say you're in a what I don't even want to pontificate what kind of mood he was in, but let's say it was like a better than a good mood more than a bad mood. And you see a slighter person for whatever reason and you maybe you pick that person up to move them out of the way. Maybe you pick <laughs> that person up for funsies. <laughs> Maybe you pick that person up. <laughs> Maybe you pick that person up just because you don't know what you're doing. But then you realize, oh, man, this guy's heavy. I'm tired. Plonk. And boy, does he smell good. Come on. Stop. He's 14. Did he say he smelled good? No, I did. <laughs> oh. But what I'm saying is like, I mean, the kid said, well, he's not a kid anymore. But like, and he, he got said, away. Like, he squirmed out. It was not. It did not go past. He squirmed out from under him. Yeah, it did not go past an uncomfortable. Away. So he didn't say we fought. He tried to put his hand in my pants. It didn't say he was kissing me. If he laid on top of me. Now let me ask you this: When was the last time you were trying to seduce someone, and by doing so, you just laid down on top of them? Yeah, that's not that my MO. That kind of sounds like a drunk move. That's to not me my MO. Well. Yeah. No, you try to. No, let's just say you are a predator. Let's think about the things we've recently heard about predators, be it Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein, 
I mean, whoever I was, I can't think of. There's a few that I've read about that I've been a little shocked by. Jared Leto, whatever. Those people Allegedly. are conniving, Allegedly. convincing, right. pushy, aggressive, underhanded. Con- I mean, this is sounds like. Okay, yes, he did sexually assault him. Yes, he did. And I think the reason he did the reason Kevin Spacey came out to say all the things he said, like, I think to Spacey's comments were, I'm not an out gay man. I mean, I used to walk around Manhattan and occasionally see him with men, but allegedly, um, but he that's something he's been so private about. So I guess when this came out, he's also felt like he had to answer for that, even though like, maybe I'm too mysterious here. Let me, let me write. Right. So I don't think he was saying like my protecting my privacy is biting me in the ass. Right. Let me help you guys out a little here. Right. I don't think he's saying, right. I don't think he's (laughs) saying this is kind of outing him officially. This isn't really, it's nothing he came out to say because it was nobody's business. It's still nobody's business, but but right. the fact that he did victimize someone is – and somebody felt that way. I think an apology is great. I, I don't know that he was making an excuse like, I've been with men, I've been with women. He's not answering these allocations. He's answering the, wow, dude, you just fucking outed me. So I guess I'm going to have to make a comment to that. And then yeah. I'll address the fact that that Anthony remembers something, A, I don't, and B, I am wholly, terribly well, sorry for. the statement for. went the other way around. It was the re- it was the acknowledgement first and then the out in the tweet. Okay. So, but but I know what you're but still you're right. It was kind of like, well, I better address both of these in one shot. Yeah, so I don't know that he ever would have addressed about- the "I'm gay" thing. I, I don't know that that was ever his goal to tell to out himself. I, I don't. I think he's a super private person. And that's- well, his last line to this apology says, "I want to deal with this honestly and openly," and that starts with examining my own behavior. It says, I know there are stories out there about me and that some have been fueled by the fact that I've been so protective of my privacy. So what he's saying is like, okay, yeah, I can see where now my privacy has bitten me in the ass here a little bit because everyone's swirling, you know, and and he does play these sinister dudes. That's what I loved about him, though. Well, and you can still love that about him. I do. Honestly, I don't know. Like, I... I am not saying one is right or the other is wrong. I just feel like in this particular case, I wouldn't call him a pedophilic. I would just call him a blind, drunk-ass idiot. Well, we had this – well, so what are you going to do about it? I had this discussion this weekend. There are people whose work I will never give another penny. There's no way that um, I will ever pay a penny to see a Tom Cruise anything, a movie – Anything he ever does, he will never get a penny out of me or my family. Mel Gibson, he's coming out in a movie that my kids really wanted to see, Daddy's Home 2. They saw the first one. We loved it. There's no way I can spend a penny on paying for something that Mel Gibson has done. What's his name? Um, The producer, director. Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> Woody, no, Woody Allen, guy. Woody Allen. Oh, Woody Allen. I could now. She's still married to him, though. I sort of feel weird about that too. Teen, I could never give a penny to a movie, and I used to like his movie. I could never give a cent or support anything that he does. And there, there are other people. They're popping up, and it's making it easier for me to have a Hawaii fund, saving all my pennies. Do either of you watch the Orville? Yes, I love it. 
Okay. What's Did that? you see this last episode, John? Yes, I love it. I loved it. All right. This is what I want to refer to. Okay. So there's a Star Trek type show called The Orville done by Seth MacFarlane. It covers topics that would never be covered in Star Trek ever. Um, like, for example, one of the first episodes was about a um, a planet of all men and one of them had a girl baby and they were going to give it a sex change at birth because no one on the planet's a woman. You can't have any female. You know, they're all gay. Where'd that baby come it. from? Well, they can be born female, but they're turned male because societally it's not acceptable to be female. Who had a baby? The two guys. One of the- Apparently, two guys who are together. Yeah, one of them can have a baby. By egg. They're like, they don't, yeah. They hatch. Okay. Yeah, they hatch. So, anyway, okay. So, this last episode, they went to a, they went to a society looking for some archaeologists um, on a planet that was very similar to what they called um, Middle Earth or Old Earth, which is us now, right? And it was different, but the same. They had some similarities and some differences. And one of the main differences is the way their legal system and their government was run was by upvoting and downvoting. So they all wore a little badge with a green arrow up and a red arrow down. It's like a Brazilian barbecue. If, for example, you bump into someone, that person can hit your downvote because they're mad at you. Or if you like someone... You say, hey, how's it going? Click, you hit the upvote, upvote, upvote. So there came a time when um, this woman went into a coffee shop and um, she asked for a cup of tea. And the woman behind the counter looks at her badge and she's got like a million downvotes and like 500,000 upvotes. And she goes, look at the sign, ma'am. And it says, no one over a million downloads can be served here. A million downvotes can be served here. And she goes, look, most of these are from my 20s. I'm a completely different person now. And she was like, you read the sign. Get out. You've been downvoted a million times. Get out. The woman's like 60. And she's a very nice looking woman. And I sort of like the reason I'm mentioning it, I guess, is because like. That's kind of like Kevin, what's happening to him right now. Everyone's getting to vote on behavior that he did 32 years ago. When he was wasted at 26. Yeah, I'm not the same person now that I was at 26. He's 58. He's 20 years past us, dude. Imagine being, I mean, another 20 years going by and being judged by what we did in New Orleans, for Christ's sake. Hey, shush. We're not talking about that anymore. (laughs) I'm just saying, I mean, if there was internet, my tits would be all over it from that trip. I mean, I, I... I was having a bead contest with someone. I don't even know, remember who. Doesn't even matter. All of us. The point, I mean, all of you. I mean, I had so many beads. And thank God the cameras were just filmed that you had to go and have developed at the drugstore. Yeah, we so would I be in some mean, like, serious trouble. You're I mean, right. There's, and, and like, it's not that there's a yeah. statute of limitations on something like that. It's despicable. And it has shaped um, Anthony Rapp's life i guess it has shaped him so nobody wants to take any anything away from that that experience acknowledge and and but correct but also on the same side opposite side i guess you have to acknowledge that he is not that person if he has a string of these stories where he has consistently made others feel uncomfortable or assaulted or anything Which like actually that. actually might be true. I have read a few others that he needs well, to we, address. We, the, yeah, the story just broke. So now that one person comes out and is See what happens? Let's watch the yeah. pile on. 
Okay, but let's just say I want to address the fact that if this is the only story of this nature, or even in this particular case, I would just personally like to say that I have probably acted inappropriately to one or more people from the time I was 15 until now being 42. I may have pinched some ass where I should not have done so. Certainly not in any position of power. Because women get a pass on that, though. I don't think you should say that. Nobody. You can't say that. What? Women get a pass on that? Yeah, I don't think anybody gets a pass. Yeah. I, I, well, maybe because no, we I'm don't. like two years younger than Kevin Spacey. Can't get Kevin a pass. Spacey. There was a if woman someone, that was just a woman comes up and that, like... gives you a, a butt pinching. I don't know if it, it's like a big deal because again, it's a woman. It's you know, they, no, they get, it's not. It's not looked as For... harshly on. What do you mean? Back. It's a woman? Like like? Huh? Well, in other words, come okay. on, John. Like you're not afraid she's going to assault you. You're no. you know that you can fight her off because she's yes. not as strong as you are. Is that That's the it's correct. a woman yes. comment? That's correct. Yes, yes. Like in other words, I would not be. Well, I shouldn't say that. There's a couple You're MMA wrong. fighters out there who would kick my ass right now. Ronda but none Rousey. of them want to give me a cup. I just merged with Heather, <laughs> at, with Heather's agency, and now I work for True Native Media. I'm the VP of Marketing and Business Development. We're hiring Ooh. salespeople, one of which lives around here. I can't meet him up for coffee and pinch his ass. That is sexual assault, period. I'm in a position of power over this person. I could fire and hire who I want. Fire and hire. right. I see your point there it's in the workplace. Not just because I'm a woman. Yeah, but not even just at work. If it's unwanted um, aggression of any sort, it's, I mean, that's that's assault if it's unwanted. Well, now that's something else that needs to be addressed. Like well, usually not. to me, an assault needs to be, has, has, there has to be blood drawn for an assault. No, 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 no. Or at least a bruising. Now, no. Missy, here's the part that I have a problem with. If it's unwanted, it's sexual assault. Now, what if I was single? And flirting. Yeah. I knew you then. What yeah. if I did have the balls to go to one of these podcasting conferences, have, you know, not being single, whatever, and I was flirting with Dave Jackson or not, you know, not even someone of his stature. Let's say I was flirting with someone who, like, just started a podcast. And technically, you could consider me being in a position of power because I have a lot of contacts. I have a lot of whatever. I'm just well known in that industry. Um, is I'm your, not going to say mean, I you're flirting. an ass, but, I'm ch- but it, if it's unwanted, it's sexual assault. That's what you just said. Is it physical contact? Are you are you laying hands on somebody who is does what not want? What if I made? Well, I mean, let's just say I had a few to drink, and I was just like, uh, "Yeah, I'll help you with the editing. Do a little lap dance for me." Ha ha! Just kidding. But it was in a crowd full of people. Did it stop at haha? Just kidding, or did you get your? Or did you say I'm not going to do this unless you do a lap dance for me? I just put the Orville matter. on my if Hulu. If it was unwanted, I made him uncomfortable, right? So it is. But then, if like, what if it was one? What if I thought he liked me back? I mean, it's so gray. It can't be that black and white. It is very gray. But if somebody's feelings, I mean. I think it's clear. What is pornography? I'll know it when I see it. I mean, it's it's. If somebody is uncomfortable by your actions, your physical actions, I mean, you and I talked about what about your words? I mean, our words are our biggest weapon. They can certainly be a weapon. They are our biggest weapons. We're not going to hurt anybody physically, but damn, if I can't tear the shit out of you with just words. Stuart tells me all the time, I can't even argue with you. There's no point. I could be right and I would still lose because you are better at arguing than I am. 
And I said, yes, yes, I am. All right, and- I'm going to step in here, and this is not going to be in the podcast, all right, because I have something. Right. It, it's a little personal here. Right and then in. when we come back, you just say, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe we should cut that out. I think that makes people want to know what it is more. Exactly. Are you upset that you didn't stay in Rhode Island because they have no school because you had to do this? Because we could have rescheduled so you could stay, by the way. No, my kids are in school today. She had no school. Oh, Annie switched okay. jobs. She's working at a school now and uh, has a normal human schedule. And she has, I don't know, storms. I don't know what it was. They had no school today. So, well, you know, you had, yeah. you had Isaac home the other day for something. Oh, he was sick. So she's home now with two dogs and two kittens. She oh, named one of her doing? kittens Missy. How cute is that? Missy the kitten? Mm-hmm. That is cute. Is that after yeah, you? Yeah, I thought so too. Um, so That's my so kids nice. were like, well, when we kill or Wilby dies, will be brilliant. He will not be brilliant, just so you know. When he dies, can we each get a kitten? And I started to think about it. You're gone in five years. So now I have a f- two five-year-old cats? No. I'm done with pets in our house. I will volunteer at the SPCA every day. But I, I'm done. John's right. It tortures our family. It really does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Who knows what go. I would be capable of doing if I didn't feel like I couldn't leave the house for more than an hour and a half to keep everybody alive and blood free. It's too much, mm. as my as my mother That's would enough, say. Then. It's too much. It's just too much. I do want you to give me my quiz, though, on would All you right. rather. This is for women, okay. you said? Would you rather Only women's Only for women. Version? Would you rather. Okay, this one is called. This is the hardest would you rather for anxious people. And I'm definitely an anxious person, so this should be interesting. Would you rather spend a whole day staring at a text bubble from a friend, like waiting for them to respond, or go to a party where you know absolutely no one? Hmm. I'm going to stare at the text bubble. Same. I don't want to leave the house. Same. (laughs) Would you rather leave your home and not be able to remember if you turned off the stove or leave your home and not be able to remember if you locked the door? The this stove is an easy is the one worst. for me. Stove, the is, stove the worst. is the worst. I don't care if the door's open. Most people voted the door. Really? But I'm a f- I'm horribly afraid of fire. I'm I afraid of fire too. If the door's open, stand the idea. What's of... the worst that's going to happen? Are you afraid of fire because of stop, drop, and roll education? Because I am. Um, I'm afraid I'm of phobia. fire because I think growing up we knew somebody who lost everything in a fire, oh. and the thought of losing. I, I'm a I'm a minor hoarder. Mm. I, I save things until Why? I feel like someday I might need it. Someday I might not. I feel like I'm losing my memory and to have things to help me is super helpful, but mm. I'm nostalgic. I, I like thing. I like having those things, but I do go through purges every once in a while. I did learn from a friend about how to preserve, you know, your kids go to school, kindergarten, first, second, third grade. They have an art project a day mm-hmm. and they come home. Oh, that's delightful. That's lovely. I'm supposed to save all of these. So I had these big Tupperware things in the garage with kindergarten crafts and for years. And then my friend said, line up kindergarten, take the top 10, take a picture of them and then throw everything away. So now you have mm-hmm. a picture of their best, but in kindergarten, what's your best? Like three colors on a piece of paper or... 
I used glue and sparkles. <laughs> so now right. where are those pictures in the cloud? I'll never see them again, but I no longer have the weight of, we've also moved twice. So that's yeah. a good purge opportunity. Pictures are different. I do feel like you should say pictures, but like we have stuff in our house that I will, we'll, it's a whole nother show. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You opened that closet to look for earphones and I thought, what else is in there? Mm-hmm. Jessica's yeah. closet, our next episode. It's not because of me. <laughs> um, Who, me? It's <laughs> not because of me. Would you rather have a conversation with five different people on the phone every day for the rest of your life or miss your alarm every morning for the rest of your life? Oh. I vote alarm because I, I probably can't talk to anyway. five different people every day. No way. I can't I do die. it. No. All right. Either. I'll miss my alarm considering, you know. I do that anyway. Yeah. Whatever. Most people chose miss not missing their alarm. Most people would rather have a conversation with five people. I can't believe it. But don't you think most people are more social than we are? I think most people are morons. I wonder if the people who <laughs> read this. <laughs> That's really the problem. Uh, maybe people most people, most people from this uh, website may just be younger than us and can stand <laughs> to talk to others. I don't know. Um, would you rather get a we need to talk text from your SIGO uh -oh. or a voicemail from your doctor asking her to call you asking you to call her back immediately? Um, I'd rather get it from my significant other. Same. Because I, I told you I can I win an argument even when I'm right. wrong. I feel strong control in manipulating him. Yes. But there's nothing you can do about the doctor. <laughs> a thousand times. Yes. <laughs> I right, cannot let's... talk him out of a cancer diagnosis, but I could talk Stuart into thinking that I am. Yeah. Most hey, people agree with us. Totally different person. Totally. Exactly. You you know their buttons. Yes. I don't know what you can say to the doctor. Nope. Nothing you can do. Oh, this is a hard one. Oh, God, the anxiety. I can feel it riling up. Would you rather get stuck in traffic when your flight boards in an hour or park in a parallel park in a tight space during rush hour traffic? Definitely parallel I, parking for me. I already have to. I already have to poop at the thought of both of these. I things. know. I know that was a painful one. <laughs> I already so have to poop. painful. I, I would know. rather twenty-seven point turn myself into a parking spot than be Same. late for a flight. Same. I cannot because I, if I, I miss the flight, I at least then I could poop in the airport for first four of hours. All, option one is not even an issue because I am in the airport like three hours before yeah. my flight. I, that would never happen to me. So. Um, I leave but like the five hours it. in advance. The thought yeah, of it hurts my stomach. Yes. You're right. I'm getting diarrhea. Just right. thinking about it. <laughs> Whereas like having to parallel park and during rush hour traffic, I'm perfectly happy. It's their problem if they're not. Right. I'm And fine. you can drive by me. Give me the finger. That's fine. I'm all right I'm with cool that. I'm cool with that too. Most people said they would rather parallel park. So we're yeah. right on that one. Okay. Would you rather – oh, God. This one is easy for me, but the idea of it still is upsetting. Would you rather sleep in a in a big house completely alone for a week or not be able to cancel plans for a full month? <sighs> it's definitely sleep in a big house. No problems there, friends. I will sleep in a mansion the size of Montana before I would not be able to cancel plans for a whole month. I got to be able to change I mean my mind. People. Why can't I cancel them? Like, what? Why? What's happening that I have because to? Because that's like, the rule. Oh, I don't like the rule. All right, I will sleep. I will. Uh -huh, I will sleep all by myself. 
Yes. I'll, I mean, no dogs. If there are no dogs, I'll sleep anywhere by Completely myself. Completely alone. Love it. I will sleep there. That's a gift. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. Would you rather... This is easy for me, too. Give a presentation in a 200-person lecture hall or have someone in line behind you at the cash register every time you have to put change in your wallet. Neither of those things stresses me out. They don't bother me. Yeah, I don't care about either one of them. I guess I I would rather give a presentation. I would rather have somebody waiting behind me as I put change in there because now I'm obnoxious about it. I'll be like, I'll take my sweet time. (laughs) Clink, one at a time. Clink, another one. Clink. Can I get change for this dollar bill, please? Clink, clink. Now, this one speaks to my anxiety. See, now now they're, I think they're moving it around based on what do people get anxious about? Because now they've plucked a nerve with me with this next one. Now I'm upset. <laughs> Would you rather see two coworkers whispering to each other while looking at you or get a message from your boss that you need to come to her office immediately? I would rather have my coworkers talking about me. I can't even choose. Both of them are giving me diarrhea. I have no idea. I don't have a job, so I don't like it's kind the of far fetched for me. I don't want to go to my boss's office, but I don't like the idea of two coworkers talking about me and looking at me. I don't want to do either one of these. I guess the coworkers because the boss makes me sicker. Oh, both of those make me sick. Okay, would you rather spend an hour trying to make small talk with someone you've never met, or? Take a multiple choice test where you can't go back to questions once you've answered them. Mm. I'd rather take a multiple choice quiz that I can't go back. I don't I'd really want to spend talk. an hour making small talk because that's easy for me, even though I don't enjoy it. But the stress of not being able to look at the test makes me upset. Well, I don't, I don't take tests that count for anything, so I'll take it. I don't care. Well, this is assuming you do spoil sport. Oh. Come on. Who's this person I'm talking to? Somebody I've never mm-hmm. met? Why well, don't I do yeah. that anyway? I mean, I went to volunteer yes. at the SPCA and I sat there talking to complete strangers. Yes, you do. Exactly. Would so you rather find something stuck in your teeth after a full day of hanging out with people or fill up your car with gas when there's a line around the block waiting? I don't care about that. This assumes yeah, you care about others. My car. I do care about others, but when I others don't. are impatient and obnoxious, well, if you're going to be obnoxious. All right. If you're going to crawl up my keister while I'm driving and you're going to get so close to my back bumper, I'm going to tap that brake a little. I would Mm -hmm. like you to back up. It is clearly my turn to put the change in my wallet to drive on this street. Back up. That's right. Back up, Betty. Betty. I would be more mad at the people that I was with that wouldn't tell me I had spinach in my teeth. I would be Like, you let me walk around like that? Yeah. I would be furiously angry about that. Yeah. That would be... What kind of friends are you? Yeah. I would be furious. Um, Would you rather be graded on how many times you vocally participate in class or have to go grocery shopping at rush hour every day for a week? I don't like the parking lot at the supermarket in general, busy or not. I don't. I was so I'm so distraught at the idea of going to the supermarket. I don't have food in my house. I haven't had any for like a month and I don't want to go. Yeah, I get you. I hate going. I do have to go there today, which means I have to put pants on. Isn't it yeah, nice that you could podcast too. without pants? Yeah, it is. That's the kind of job that everybody should have. Agreed. Ain't going to lie. It doesn't suck. <laughs> it doesn't suck. It's a it great doesn't. job. 
You don't really need pants for anything, though. I really don't even need pants to go grocery shopping if I ordered them like a, you know, if I thought in advance and ordered them like a normal person. No, I have to go get lunch meat for the children. Otherwise, if I don't have it here, they get to buy lunches all week. They do that, too. At the place I go to. They deliver lunch meat? Yes. Absolutely. ShopRite will deliver anything to you. In fact, you live in, I bet you could get Instacart to deliver Wegmans. That's where I'm going right after this. Well, yeah. I mean, I know you just live right down the street from there, but. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also underemployed. So the fact that I would have. I know. You're right. I have to leave the house eventually. You're right. It's stupid. See, I went to bed early last night and I still got under six hours of sleep. I cannot win. Hey, wait a minute. Did you take, Melissa, did you take the love language quiz with Stuart? Oh, yeah. Um, we both took the love language quiz. Yes, yes, and, we did. And um, it's words of praise. For I'm trying you, to remember, right? Words of praise. Yes, and he's kind that. of tied on words of praise and actions. But then there was mm-hmm. the, then there was the one where you can take it for your kid, right? Mm-hmm. And I took it for my teen, my oldest, and. His language is like gifts, and I I don't want him to be that person. So now I have to drill that out of him. That's like fun. what? No, you don't. Well, I'm not going to give him a gift every time I want him. That's ridiculous. It's not even about that. It's about you know that he feels love the most when you say, "Look, I made you this chicken," or "Look, I bought you, you a pencil." That's it. Or, it's bought you this video game. Or Daddy got up at three in the morning to buy all four of us brand new iPhone X's. All right, well, that makes him happy. So what? Is that, it doesn't make him a bad person. It's a love language. It's not supposed to be judged. I do think it makes him a bad person. <laughs> I do think it could make him a bad person. That's not cool. I mean, can't it just be I brought you something from the grocery store or... Yes, I bought cosmic brownies. And he was he opened up the pantry and he's like, all right, so it doesn't always have to be something with a, a power button. Is that what no. you're saying? It could be something yeah. much more simple. It could be, yeah, I got you this pair of socks so your feet stay warm. I, I, yeah, I got you some new pencils for your backpack or, yeah, I mean, yes. But he feels loved by being given stuff, even if it's like, you know, something you make or it's just that's how he likes to feel appreciated is by being given something. Okay, I'm on it. What about Mal? She is, um, she is a words, she's a language girl too. Yeah, words of praise. Words so of for praise. her, you just need to butter her up. Yes, I do. But then again, everything is, you said it about Ethan, like the it doesn't have to be a new iPhone. For her, it can't be you're so, it's everything I'm trying to teach her not to value, which is you're so pretty. Yeah, I think you're beautiful. No. But there's so much more to you than that. So no, let's go by, wow, say, these like, are such great, job. great grades or... You're great job. I'm really proud of you. You did that so well. I love how you do this. That's, that's what I learned being a teacher, how to give thinker. praise that doesn't yeah. tell your kids that they're the best. I really like how you thought about that question before you answered yeah. it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You're such a good helper. You're so thoughtful. You're so nice to your friends. You answered the phone so promptly. It doesn't even matter. Stupid stuff. Yeah, I'm real good at stupid stuff. I think my Isaac is one of those too because he behaves better when I'm kissing his butt well i think that's age appropriate too probably i love the way you help me scrape those carrots good job i like it so much better when you don't throw your food 
<laughs> oh, I saw those pictures you put on Facebook of him dirty and then him clean. Oh, yeah, that was funny. He, he is Scott's son. Melissa. Yeah. If there was ever not. a doubt anywhere. He was not happy. No, uh, there's Scott's never been a, do- a doubt for sure. Such a pisher. Sweet boy. Sweet boy. Oh, yeah, he is. Um. All right. What else is there here? Oh, having to complete an assignment with your boss staring over your shoulder the whole time or having to spend an entire week with your significant other's family who you've never met before. Oh, they're both so stressful. I've done the boss one, so I would pick that. You never know what you're getting with someone else's family, though. For a whole week. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll take the... Mm-hmm. I don't know them. I'll take the boss. I mean, if it's your job, let's assume that you know what you're doing. Let's hope, right? This is the last one. Okay. I'm ready. Would you rather order first at a restaurant for the rest of your life or only have one day to do your yearly holiday shopping for the rest of your life? Oh, my God. Do I have unlimited money? And a I mean, driver? Let's assume yes. Do I have a yeah. driver as well? <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you need a driver? I would do it all online. I'd I do would this do, already. I would do it online. I do most of it on Black Friday. I spend every penny we have on Black Friday from home. Or Cyber Monday. Oh, yeah. Should I wait for Cyber Monday? I mean, I if you can get the deals on Friday. I most of my money online at home. You can most of the time. But yeah. then sometimes they come out with better Cyber Monday things. It throws me off. So you have to pick your one day. I, I could do all the shopping online. No worries. Yeah, I think I could too. In fact, it's my preference. But I don't care about ordering first either. I always know what I want. No one else ever does. No one ever knows what they want at a restaurant. I always know what I want. So I'll, I usually know what I want. But by the time so everybody hard. else finishes ordering, I think, oh, that actually sounds good too. And the last thing you want is food envy when all the dishes come out. Why do the you per- care? I don't even care. Really? And this is the part I don't understand. People get all, yeah, this is a source of anxiety that you're going to wish you had ordered something else. A person who can literally go out and buy food and does anytime they want. How could that possibly, as soon as I had enough money to buy food whenever I wanted, wherever I wanted, this stopped being a problem for me. Like if I was going out to a restaurant once a year, yeah, then maybe I'd place some anxiety on it. That's true. I'll order something different next time is your theory. I'll come back for lunch for fuck's sake. Like what? Yeah. Like you could go back whenever you want, get something. Right. I have a, my solution is if there's ever a braised short rib on the menu, I have to order it. Yeah. For me, it's more like a New York strip. If there's a strip somewhere that I'll have my name on it, probably. Yeah. I can't say no to a short rib. <laughs> I don't like short ribs. Oh my God. What? What do you like about it? It's delicious. It, it's the time it people take to make it. It's it's full of flavor yeah, because it just enough. sits in its own filth for so long. <laughs> filth. <laughs> like a bath. Exactly. Like a short rib bath. Exactly. Meat bathed in its own filth for ever. It's it's <laughs> flavory. Yeah, I love that. And it falls apart in your mouth. And now I'm hungry. I hope you're happy. Mm, me too. All right. Well, then it's probably time to wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for Well, hold on one second. I have one little thing I would like you guys to take a look at. If you look in Trello. At the very bottom, I put a little tag in there that says, would you send this to a friend? And I just want you to go in there, click it, and then go to the website and see what you think. At your door. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I cannot take my eyes off of it. (laughs) Something's very wrong with me. It's um, 
dick at your door. Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I would send that to a friend for sure. Enter your email below, and each month we'll award a free chocolate dick to one of our subscribers. Well, I'm going to enter my email right now, (laughs) because who doesn't want a chocolate dick? Oh, there's a drop. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Gotcha. 25 bucks. Send a dick. Wow. How's that expensive for a chocolate? No. for I guess it depends on how big it is. Does that include shipping? I don't know. You're probably paying for the packaging. Okay. I guess they don't have white chocolate. Did you not get the humor? Bum. Did you not get the humor of you saying, "I guess it's the packaging"? Ah, I didn't even get that. Gosh. Pun not intended. Dick, Dick at, at your, your door. door. So there's a fart in a jar. They also have farts in a jar. And you, for four dollars, for four dollars extra, you can upgrade to a handwritten card that says, "I just wanted to know. I just want you to know how big of a douchebag you are." I took the time and money to send this to you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> wow. Love Anonymous. Does it have to say eat a dick on it? Yes, that's the point. No. You know that they have like, um, they have sites that will send people shit, like poo on your doorstep and stuff. Yeah, there, and was, then, there was a potato. Am I making that up? There's one that's send a, send yeah. a spud or something. Yep. Ooh, and there's also sold out. there's also ones that will glitter bomb whoever oh, opens the thing. And I know this makes people angry because my mother was in the hospital after having cancer surgery and my and her younger brother's girlfriend gave her a greeting card full just full of glitter because she thought it would be nice and pretty and it got all over the hospital bed and I thought my mother was gonna kill her. She was so yeah, angry. Terrible. I mean, here she was just trying to be do something nice. It never it goes away. It did not go well. Um, the charity cock is sold out. So <laughs> apologies. No pink box. Jess, who would we send this to? Eat a dick? To whom would we send it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So many people. I can't. Like, who in your life? John, who in your life would you send this? Eat a dick. Who would I say? Uh, that would have to go. One, I would go to my ex-wife. Dude, you yeah, are not I paying mean, attention. She is cleaning your house and cooking for you. Sending her a chocolate dick is not the way to go. I think that would be. I think well, first of all, she likes chocolate, and the second of all, I think she would think that this was funny. I think some of my ex-clients probably who were jerks to me. The Jimmy might get one of these. That's my cousin. Yeah, yeah, maybe my ex-husband. So it's a negative thing, she, is what you're saying. I wish I could send one to Emily because that's really who would enjoy it. Yeah, probably. Because she would both be highly amused and highly insulted, which is really what you want in a recipient. Jessica, would you send one of these to Elsie? I would. (laughs) I know you would. (laughs) If I got angry at her, probably. But I mean, does it it have to be angry? I think this is kind of a funny thing. Like you get no. I don't think you send somebody a box that says "eat a dick" unless you're annoyed with them. Oh, then never mind. Then I don't know anybody I would send it to. Wait a minute. But see, you know how much Elsie likes chocolate. <laughs> There's right? so many other chocolate things you could send, though. I know, but I, I, maybe it's me. Maybe the, the humor is lost on, you know. Is I, it I'm lost on me or you? Yeah, I think it's lost on you because it's like you love chocolate. You know eat you're going to eat this. You love chocolate. You love dick. Okay. Eat a dick. Except for 
Especially you in the pink know box. that there are probably chocolate <laughs> dicks out there that don't say eat a dick on them. Hold on. Let me find one. Now I'm actually going ahead and Googling chocolate dicks. Don't mm-hmm. anybody ask me what my Google history yeah, is. Google okay. They have here's a basket full of teeny weeny peenies. Here's a large lollipop. Foil wrapped teeny peenies. They have yeah, they have but tons of these that for- don't say eat a dick on them. Does that okay. go for twenty five dollars worth of chocolate dick? No, these are six bucks. It's like Etsy for six. They bucks. should put a hand next to this eat a dick so we get some kind of perspective. Like how big is this? Yeah, you're right. You should put it because hand here's next one to that it. says here's eight inches of dark chocolate cock. One now, in the hand something. is worth Right. <gasps> this one has some fondant <laughs> cream coming out of the top. Ew. Are you on. still on Etsy? No, I'm going to put it in um, in You're cast dirty. so y'all can see it. I'll put it in cast, not in. in no, Trello. I'll put it in Trello. Trello. Sorry. Yeah. Hold on. Here, I'll comment on John's thing with my. Oh, my God. It's really indecent. Dick at your door. I, I mean, if it's if it's something you're mad about and doing that, then no, there's nobody I would send it to. But each cock has a double filling. The lower part is filled with a fine chocolate fondant that has a sensual texture conceived to melt in the mouth. The upper part of the handsome member is filled with a sensorial treasure, the color and texture, which is remarkably similar to a real man's fluid with the advantage that. These Holy shit. Look at this. Veiny flavors. Son of a bee. I know. But look at the next picture. <gasps> <laughs> That's liqueur. Now this I would send to Elsie. This is a gift, not an insult. Wow. What do you think, John? Is John, are you okay? No, I'm just. Oh well, yeah, I'm just <laughs> trying John, to stay. Okay? I'm What's trying happening? to stay out of this. Well, I'm a little jealous. I'm trying to stay out of it. You brought it up. I understand that. I was just doing. a little conversation starter for the two of you to see how you would. Handle this, oh, and would you say I would it? definitely you would handle this, John. I would definitely handle this. I could handle it well. I, I would mean, it also it. could be. Couldn't this be a toy that you use at I home? I think it could, but wouldn't I? Yikes! The filling comes in six fruit liqueur flavors. Yum! There you go. How much is this thing? I can't find where to buy one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know is the right answer. Let's chocolate see. factory. Now they're working on chocolate boobs. That's bad. Depends on who you're talking to. I mean, would you want... I mean, I don't think men are so excited to drink breast milk out of any okay. boob, much Va- less a chocolate one. Vomit. Vomit. I don't know what that is. That has to be breast some kind of Breast milk or vomit? Oh, vomit. Vomit. I thought that was a Yidd- Yiddish word. Yes, for I'm going to vomit. <laughs> That's fucking disgusting. There doesn't seem to be a way to buy this chocolate Yeah, I'm dick. trying to click I'm on any picture or anything. Disappointed. Sorry. Hmm. All right. I think you have to go. There's a, a United Indecent Pleasures is probably the place. Here's one on eBay. Wow. Chocolate penis. Okay. No, I don't that think that sounds that's painful. Chocolate. Oh, wait. It is chocolate. Here. Another comment going in Trello. <laughs> do, 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 do. Work. It's an eBay item for $7. Now that's a steal. And they do have a chocolate one. Not as veiny as the others. I think the veiny oh. was a little turn off. <laughs> no, this is not good. This is not good. You don't like the eBay one. I don't. I don't like. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like the eBay uh, one. Uh, you don't. No. Why is that? I don't. I don't. I don't like it. Wow. Wow, that's a lot of stuttering. Yeah. Oh, but if you go to the other pictures, the it's better. The other one is so realistic. Well, which one? Which one did you have first? Ah. The, 
the pink one? You think one that's or gross? Where do you one? see this one? Oh, I mind the black God. one. You didn't mind the black one. Okay, no. we're Just cutting checking. all of this out. Yeah. I don't no. know. <laughs> we're looking at pictures. Pictures are the worst pod ever. Oh, that's kind of true. Well, we'll have to post them. They'll have to be in the show notes. These are very realistic. I don't know how I feel about this one here. Look at these. Please don't let Especially anybody the check boobs. my search. Good hmm. God. The boobs are so weird. Like the, they really took time to fucking. I want to know who posed for this one. Chisel that out. Uh. An old guy. I think my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> An old guy. <laughs> Holy cow. All right. So I had an ex-boyfriend that was curved like that. I always had to sit sideways. Okay. So to recap. <laughs> Just to recap. Kidding. That was a joke. My children, if you're listening to this, shame on you. They're not. I told you not you're not allowed. allowed. Are they allowed? No. That's a shame. It is a shame. Nonetheless, you think they want to $13. Oh, set of five chocolate pieces. Yeah. You got a boobs, vagina. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Now, you said Ethan wanted gifts. <laughs> this Maybe is this not is his the way to go. This is not the love language I want to share Here's with my son. Here's the first pair of boobs you'll ever touch, E. Well, that we're assuming. Oh, God. I'm right. Vomit. vomit again. Style. Mm-hmm. Select a style. Dark or milk chocolate. <laughs> Definitely dark. Mm-hmm. Definitely. The darker, the better. The, the sweeter, <laughs> the juice. Why did I feel Ew. the need to say that? <laughs> That's for, sh- what is that for? Cherries? Oh That's God. for something else. Darker, the berry, the sweeter, the That's juice. That's it. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's what I That's meant. What it is. That is what it is. That's what I meant. Oh, God. All right. I think it's time to wrap it up now. Yeah, I definitely think we're just past <laughs> Thank you up. for that. John, cut all of this out. No. All of it. You guys are the best. All of Don't it. Don't cut it out. Melissa. All of it. I had you can't to cut all the good parts out sideways. of the podcast. Start with I had that, to sit sideways. That was me just being funny. You being honest. I have had curvy ones, but I don't recall having to sit at a different angle. Okay. Glad we cleared that up. Now you can keep it all in. I also had one that was backwards. Do, 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 it curved do, 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 away from him do, like Gonzo. Do, 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 do. Oh, like Gonzo's nose. Oh, Gonzo. It was weird. Let's talk that about was weird. on our next show, what's in Jessica's closet and your favorite <laughs> Muppet. Everybody think of your favorite and Muppet. dicks shaped like Gonzo's nose. Da, 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 da. All right. I have to go clear Thank my search history. Yeah, same. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please check us out, reservationspodcast.com. You can also check us out on various social media channels at reservationspod. Um, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you so much, Melissa. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.